Welcome to episode number 186, Artifact. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Heck, Goose, and Fed Five Artifact. In this episode, we have special guest Fed Five. We cover topics that range from graffiti, breakdancing, skateboarding, 90s Philly culture, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from H.G. Wells and Helen Keller. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure kicking things off fed five thank you for joining us man we appreciate it thanks man i'm uh happy to be here absolutely all right so let's jump right into it for those of us who do not know who you are and what you do let us know uh currently uh i've been focusing a lot of my energy around my uh my graffiti and uh i've been doing that for probably about 20 plus years i'm uh, a father I was a, a big skateboarder growing up, but uh, mainly these days I'm focusing a lot of my energy on my art. Yeah. So that's just a little, you know, piece about who I am there. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So graffiti, right? H- how did you get involved? Is it did it start off like drawing on notebooks in school and and all that jazz, or h- how did you actually get started? Uh, yeah, it definitely started off that way. But uh, I think what really got me motivated to do graffiti was those train rides that I was taking down Philly at an early age when I was going to skateboard. Like I ran with this group of people that like, we used to write like little silly tags around, like we called ourselves team level. So everybody wrote this tag team level. And uh, we started writing it around, but like there came a, a time when I, I decided like, you know what, I, I have to have my own word. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We're all writing the same word. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, need, I need my own word. Right. But uh, those train rides to Philly to go skate Love Park, I mean, like, seeing the graffiti along those train routes was, like, so inspiring to me. It was art, you know what I mean? Like, it was beautiful, it was colorful, you know? Yeah. And, like, that was, like, the kind of nudge I needed to go to that next, you know, level. And, you know, I think that's kind of how it all started. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, notebooks in school, definitely, I was, I was sitting there doing that, too, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was, like... You know, the, seeing that work was just amazing to me. You right. know, that's kind of like what kickstarted it all. So. And and so and so that's all kind of part of the culture, right? So if you're if you're skateboarding, you're break dancing, um, you know, the graffiti. Oh, it almost kind of came with it. But it's interesting because you're good at all of them. So typically, someone's like just can appreciate the graffiti, but did skateboarding, right? Or can appreciate break dancing and do just doing crazy windmills and all this other jazz um, or crazy footwork. But, you know, was really a graffiti artist or, the you know, the uh, vice versa. It's very rare to see someone combine all three or have the ability to do you all know, three. I just wanted to do everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be a break dancer. I wanted to do, you know, graffiti. The street culture, hip-hop yeah. culture. I yeah. wanted to be part of that. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, and I, I just did everything I could. 
breakdance, graffiti. I even like tried my hand at like DJing a little bit with my buddy's turntables. You know what I mean? I just wanted to do everything. Yeah. You know, graffiti though was like creation. It was, you know, I was creating something, you know what I mean? And like, that's the one thing that really got me going, you know what I mean? But like, I loved all that stuff. Yeah. All of it. You yeah. Know? So, so when, when, when you started creating your own name or, you know, word or found your own word, what, um, what, what was kind of like the first steps in that process? Did you kind of just like move away from the whole group thing or you just kind of, and you did your own or it was just more like you didn't really tell anyone and you did your own thing? Um, I think when I got my, uh, my first word, it was kind of one of those things where like I kind of branched off a different way from like, you know, my homeboys at the time. Yeah. Cause we were all right in level and that was like our little skateboard team name. Like back in those days, it wasn't rare for like, your skateboard crew to have a name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. So like <clears throat> we called ourselves team level and we all wrote that, but like it was kind of weird branching out and changing that name. I kind of felt like I was maybe like, I don't know, like maybe they, they would have thought I was like switching up on those guys or you know what I mean? Right, like, right, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know, but like I kind of just went out on my own after that and you know, did the graffiti life. You know what I mean? I still skated. Don't get me wrong. I still hung out with those guys, but like it was just a new path for me, I guess. Yeah. So he comes in, and again, they say this all the time. If you're if you're new and you have a product, bring it to the show. We can we can number one, we could show it off, but we could talk about it. And you walk the walk, right? So he brought in a piece for me. So I, I just the reason why I want to highlight this really quick is because um, he he did it today is one. But explain your process, right? Because I, I, I love getting into the mind of an artist. What, wh how did you even come up with, you start with what? A so, word and you start, and then where do the colors come from? Obviously, you know, it says Fed 5. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might be kind of hard for you guys to be able to see the letters in there. But, like, to me and, like, other graffiti artists, they would be able to pick that up pretty easily. Like, what's important to me with graffiti is you have to be able to see the letters. I know it's probably difficult for you guys to see, like I said before, but like I could see them very easily. You know yeah. I mean? And it's got to have a nice balance. You know I mean, the letters got to be kind of like the same size width and everything like that. The color scheme, I don't know. They kind of just come to me on the fly yeah. as I'm creating. You know what I'm saying? So like, but uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you guys like it, man. You know, it's... There's at least like eight to ten colors um and this is this probably is a, more than that yeah but probably <laughs> more than that right um it, it's just it's just what what I, me and you had a conversation so we were at um the homegrown um uh, business the storefront and I, what captured me was how clean the lettering was and even up close we're staring at you know at this brick wall and it's it, it's it's inside the building um you know you 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 know, Mike reached out to you, and I don't know how that all happened. You could you could explain it, but um, as the you know art director or uh, what your title is, you could explain how how did that all even come about, and 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 then we could talk about our conversation. All right, so like you talked about like being clean with yeah. the graffiti, like you know the, the crisp lines. So like that's a huge thing to me. Like when someone walks up to my graffiti piece, I want them to look at it, and I want them to be like, wow, like it's hard for me to believe he did this with a spray paint can. Yeah. And it's all spray paint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, it's layering and it's learning how to cut your lines a certain way. But that's, like, super important to me. Like, there's a lot of people out there that have great work, but when you walk up to it really close and you look at it, it's not super clean. To me, it means something to be super clean. 
And then as far as homegrown goes, like I've known Mike like my whole life. He's been my homie forever, you know? And yeah. uh, when I heard he was starting this lifestyle brand, like I wanted to be part of it, you know what I mean? And uh, I started going down there and just doing a little bit of work for him, you know what I mean? Like just painting a shop here and there, a couple pieces here, a couple pieces there. I even designed a couple like prints for some of his shirts, yeah. you know? And uh, as, as time went by, the you know, the whole art director thing kind of popped up. I was like, you know what? I'm doing a lot of work for you down here. Like, maybe I should be like, you know, I think that'd be a cool title. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? like, and I can help you out with this. You yeah, know? for sure. So I think that's kind of how, like, the whole art director homegrown came about. But uh, he's doing a great job down there, by the way. Yeah. He really is. Um, all right. So so to, to get back into, like, the creative mind, is there, when, when someone starts a piece, is, is there a st- Style that one can have when it comes to this or you kind of just you know lean towards very intricate lettering <clears throat> and stuff like that I mean there's you have straight letters blockbusters throw ups that are like kind of like bubble letters okay I mean there's all types of different styles you know what I mean like I, I think like the most creative people out there they have their own style got it you know what I'm saying like there's some people I look at their stuff and I'm just like it's amazing how they they created they created this this piece of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just it blows me away. And I think like some of the best artists out there, they just have their own style. You know right. what I mean? Um, but there's there's all types of different you know ways to to break it down. You got wild style graffiti. That's kind of like wild style. There's a lot of other stuff going on other than my letters. Got it. You know what I mean? But then there, you got your standard straight letters. It's very simple like you're you know the blessed there yeah it's very simple block letter style you know people paint some people love that stuff you know what i mean like and it's great it's 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 legible you know but uh i've always liked that wild style graffiti that's a little crazier but you still want to be able to see your letters like like you know most graffiti artists would look at that and be able to tell what that says right away yeah yeah i mean so but uh yeah there's styles vary i mean there's so many different styles they vary so, so when, what kind of pride, can you explain, you know, the pride that you take? Um, like, for example, if you were to share this with another graffiti artist who kind of knew, <laughs> right. um, how, how would that work? Well, as, as far as like pride goes with my work. So like when I have some downtime on the job, I spend a lot of time sketching and doodling and I'll put together about 20 sketches throughout the course of the week. By the time the end of the week comes about, I might have one that I like enough to paint. Wow. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm, I have, like, folders of beyond folders, stacks that are just black and white sketches. Most of them I can't stand. Yeah. There's a few in there I, I like. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, with this one, I like... I actually just got that tattooed on me, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, like, that's how much I liked that piece. Like, wow. I got that one tattooed on me no. a few days ago. That is you know? awesome. And uh, let me tell you something. Like, when the whole idea came about, I was like, listen, this is my word. You know, I, always, I wanted to get, you know, a, a couple more tattoos. And uh, I just, coming up with that Fed piece was just, like, so crazy to me. It was like, it's got to be perfect, in my opinion. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't... Like, I even, like, the guy that did, did my tattoo, he's also a graffiti artist. And, like, I almost, like, I was pondering around with the notion maybe letting him do my word. But then I thought about that. I'm like, why should he do my word? It's yeah. me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I should do this. Right. But I'm a hard critic on myself. 
so I was just beating myself up on like, you know, what sketch to go with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was literally looking at a pile of 100 sketches like, oh, man, I don't know which one to use, but I landed on this one, and I was really happy with it when it was said and done, so. Nice. I like it. It's fantastic. Um, all right, so, so when, someone, when someone is putting a piece together, can, can you explain, like, a few of the basics, right? And, and in my mind, if, as an average person, I ha- we have, like, a little bit of, you know, artistic ability in our families, but not to, I mean, for, I can't speak for myself, not to this ability. When I look at something and, you know, I look at an art piece and I'm like, first of all, look how, you know, the detail of it, right? The colors, how many colors are you using? The location, how the hell did that person get up there? Sure. Um, right and and the size that's a massive piece right so you can have like a, a real small piece a massive piece very colorful what other component that makes it like an impressive tag um i think you kind of nailed a lot when you okay. said that you know uh as far as like location like man like I, I, these days graffiti is like so acceptable it's not like it was yeah. like 10 years ago right 10 years ago everybody hated it but yeah, now yeah. it's like it's I think with the rise of social media, it's becoming so accepted now. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like as far as breaking down the process a little bit, like, you know, I, I feel like I, I wasn't always the greatest artist. Sure. I feel like, yeah, I had some creative talent maybe, but I, it was a grind to get where I was at. You know, I was sketching every single day, you know, like, and it was like taking those letters and, and bending them and stretching them. You know, and I mean, sketch after sketch after sketch. <laughs> I, I don't even know how many sketches I've done in my life. I've probably done close to like, you know, a million sketches. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, like, you know, it was, it was, it's been a grind. It really has. It still is. You know, yeah. it's, it's been a grind and that's, but uh, it's great, man. I've been having a, a good time with it, but uh, it's, it's stretching and bending them letters. Yeah. Taking your time, stretching and bending them letters. Find out, you know, you got to come up with something you like too. You know, like if you're not happy with your work, then, you know, you got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. Yeah. You know? So I always used to like doodle on my, and in no way I'm comparing any of this, but I was just, just so for example's sake, I would get all my notebooks at school or whatever, and I, I would write, my nickname was James. So what always killed me about every time I wrote James and like my, what I defined as graffiti mm. was my S's and my S's were driving me crazy. I'm like, I hated the way they looked. So I always like look up like, what is like the best or a good looking <clears throat> S to me? And then I kept practicing, kept practicing. Dude, now it. I could do it with my eyes closed. The per- for me, what was like a perfect S. So can you explain about that? Like you yeah, can start like, off. Dude, that's like, an awesome letter. Yeah. I, I love S's. Yes. And, like, you know, <laughs> like, dude, that's like one of the S's and E's are like awesome letters. Man. Yeah. But like, the uh, the J is a tough one. So like the the J, the way the J works, it's like the active part of the J goes out to the left when you write on a piece of paper. Right, right, you know right. I and mean? so like all, a lot of the other letters, they they go out to the the right. Like gotcha. you know, the active part of like an R goes out to the right side. You know, Y's and J's they go out to the left side. They're a little mm. trickier to be honest yeah, with you. you yeah. Know what I mean? But like as far as letters go, like S. Great letter, E's great letter. You know, like what else is what else is a hard? I think I would I would feel like um, what about X? That's kind of both. X is just it's not it's so it's just there. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> can't do it's much not a it. common letter. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? that's like, true. So like that's I true. feel like it's not experimented with enough or something like that. Don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, like you graffiti artists can do some 
dope exes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, it's just not a very common one. You know, yeah. I feel like when someone does the letter X, it's, you know, like a block letter. So it's very legible or something like that. Yeah. You know? But what about the, um, what's like outside? So you got the S's, the E's. Is there any other letter that's either you like or is challenging? Um, <clears throat> Z's are pretty cool. I like Z's. Uh, and do I, you, I don't know. Like, I, I like them all. So do you mix? Is there another thing where it's like you have to have uh, when it comes to uppercase and lowercase? Are you allowed or is there like a thing where it's like you can't you mix know, in between? It's funny. Like there, there's no rule. So, some people might say, well, if you're doing like a lowercase letter, you got to continue with the lowercase letters to, to finish your word out. Right, right, right. But there's no real rule about that. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you just start drawing something. If it looks good, it looks good. You yeah. Know? <laughs> So can you explain a little bit about, I know me and you had a conversation um, because I was just fascinated with your, your work and, and if anyone you know wants to see it, check out either Homegrown um, and obviously we'll give out your, uh, it's Fed5, right? Yep. Just at Fed5, yep. P-H-E-D and the number five. Yep. So you can check out his, his, his work there. But um, we're, I was just talking about how clean, it literally looked like someone did it with markers. <clears throat> This is how clean these lines were, and that's what captured my mind from coming from someone obviously doesn't have you know too much knowledge, but I that was what I noticed first. I'm like, how close did you get this? Um, are, are your fingers jacked up from holding the, the the can that long? And he's like, yes, all the yes to all the above. Um, so so explain like when you're in close quarters um, and and what the me and so you had a conversation with new I, school and old school. Right, I think it's it's hard for people to wrap their head around those clean lines because, you know, if anybody picks up a can of spray paint off the shelf at a store and they spray it, you're going to have like, like a hazy, a haziness to the, to that line when you spray it. Exactly. But like these newer caps that they have, I mean, the lines are so crisp and clean. Plus the, there's a lot, the paint that I currently use now, it's not like you're, Rust-Oleum or Krylon spray paint. It's uh, this company called Montana, and they make some really good low-pressure cans. So it's very easy. You can actually spray the can and hold it hold it on the wall for a little bit, and it won't run. Mm. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it will if you, if you you hold it there like pretty long. But I mean, like it's not like a can of like Rust-Oleum. When you spray that stuff on the wall, if you don't move your hand, it's you're gonna have drips down the wall. This low pressure paint, this thick low pressure paint by Montana, you don't get any of that, you know. But uh, yeah, there's a there's also a technique called like cutting lines, and that technique is like when you when you you're doing your outline, you kind of overshoot your outline a little bit, and then you go back with your fill color and kind of cut off your outline, and it makes your it makes your edge like as sharp as his business card. Mm. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to explain it to you, but you'd have to see it. But, but there's just a technique to get it clean like that. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all right, so I, uh, me and you had a conversation uh, regarding old school and new school. So in, you know, very briefly, can you explain what the difference is and you know, why each take pride in what they do? So <clears throat> old school and new school. I mean... If you're talking about graffiti, it's kind of like, I feel like the old school in the 80s was like, okay, let's, let's start out with the 80s. I mean, we, we'd have to dial down, what, what's old school? We got 80s, True. 90s, you know, 2000s, like what's old school? To me, old school is that stuff I seen like the old Subway art book, 
Mm. It's like old school New York City graffiti. That's like old school to me. And that was like, that stuff kind of paved the way for everything, you know? And a lot of those pieces back then were just kind of like big blockbuster, legible words, you know? And like, I think as time went by, you started getting like wilder letters. People started really experimenting. I mean, in the beginning, it was just simple as a, as simple as just writing, excuse me, writing a word on the wall. You know what I mean? Just block letters on the wall. And then 10 years go by into the 90s, and then you got people that are kind of like starting to stretch and bend those letters. Then you go into like the 2000s, and it's like, it's just crazy by then. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah for you know, sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, I give so much respect to like those old school writers. They pave the way for everything. You know what I mean? Like, I got like books and like archives and just photos of like so much of that stuff, you know? And uh, you got to give nothing but respect to those guys that paved the way, you know? But uh, I mean, that's kind of like the best I can do, like breaking that down. Yeah, like, for you sure. Know, it started out with just big block letters and then it, it got more advanced. And then, like, you know, where we're at today, it's like just crazy cool graffiti. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's. And the paint just came, like, the evolution in paint. Is you know that's another thing. Like back then, it was like you just you got what was on the hardware store rack. You right, know what right, I'm saying? right, right, right. Sure. Nowadays, if you look at like a Montana color chart, I mean, there's 200 plus colors to pick from. Stuff that's made for graffiti. It's like it's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it's expensive. You know, but like, I mean, what's what's the price on a, a dope piece of artwork? You know what I'm saying? You Absolutely. can't put you can't put Absolutely. a number value on a dope piece of artwork. You know Absolutely. what I mean? You're gonna spend the money. You know so. So speak, speaking of colors, can you explain a piece that you all did? Um, it was, I guess it was yourself and two other artists that used the same color palette, right? Same background. Okay, yeah, yeah. And explain, you know, the significance of that. Because I remember having a conversation with you, like you always wanted to do that, but it just never panned out with any other artist. Yeah, somehow so this lined up right. I think what it was, like prior to doing that wall, it's very hard to get everybody on the same page, mm. you know? So everybody's got to have the same paint. They got to be willing to do the same things. You know, it's just, you know, when you ask someone to go painting with you, a lot of the time it's like, yeah, yeah, well, I'll go painting with you. And they, they bring their paint, you bring your paint, and then you just do whatever. Right. You know, but like having the spot down at home growing the paint, like I, I was able to like fulfill that, that dream to make that production come true. Yeah. You know, and I got a couple of my really close friends, my buddy Mike and my buddy V came down and they, uh, they helped me kind of like put that in the, in the motion, you know, and I was able to like, you know, gather up the same paint and, you know, we were able to put, make that production work. It was, it was awesome. Like I, I've never, I, I just think it's, graffiti artists are never that prepared. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a lot of it is just like kind of like fly by the, the seat of your pants or whatever. You know what I mean? You grab your paint and you go and that's it. You right. Know? But uh, it was cool to be able to organize that. We did, like, a, a really cool, like, um, Egyptian, you know, pharaoh, you know, hieroglyphics in the background. It was pretty cool. I did, like, a bunch of, like, old, like, cuneiform writing. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, Egyptian cuneiform writing. And then, like, I made, like, uh, a little portrait of, like, Ra, the sun god. And then uh, Anubis, I needed a picture of him, too. Like, it was, it was definitely pretty cool, man. Awesome. You know. Yeah, it was. I mean, you walked down... And it just popped, and it's crazy because each each person did their own 
tag, but it was all the same colors. You're like, that's the same, but it's way different. That's the same, but it's way different. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's pretty neat. It was cool yeah. to see. <clears throat> it was, it was just one of them things where it's like, all right, listen, guys. I was like, here's our outline color. When I put, you know, this is the color we're gonna outline with, and these three colors are the colors we're gonna fill our piece in with. You know, right. and then as we go, we'll add some more colors. But we just gotta, you know, share the paint so yeah. everything looks the same. So. Yeah. But. No. Uh, End result, it, I was happy with it, and I'm sure you know you liked it, and you know, it was cool. Yeah, super Very creative. Cool. Um, all right, so explain, you know, explain the tools, right? Because we we haven't even gone over this. So what do you know? What, what's really needed, and and we definitely want to get into the the cool looking mask. <clears throat> uh, definitely, if you're gonna paint, it, you should wear a mask every time. Yeah. Every time you should wear a mask. I mean. I'm a little guilty of not using it sometimes when I paint outside, but if you're indoors, there should be no question about it. It's not good for your health if you're, you know, you're breathing that stuff in. Yeah. So definitely get yourself a good mask. Uh, caps. There's so many different kinds of caps now. The evolution in with the caps has came so far. There used to be a fat cap, a thin cap, and a German fat cap. There was like three caps when I first started. Now there's hundreds. I don't even know where to begin. I, I just found one that I like. You know, I bought a, a bunch of those. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, the paint. Oh, man, there's so many paints now, too. Like, Montana's, like, super. That's, like, my go-to is, is uh, Montana paint, you know. And then I'll use, like, uh, I've used Belton. Belton's supposed to be, like, the, the high-class stuff. Okay, you know? it's okay. the European high-class stuff, you know. There's not many vendors around here that sell that, you know. So I end up using, like, Montana a lot. But, you know. Just like the caps, the paint has evolved so much, and there's just so much of it out there. You know what I mean? So, but uh, that's all you really need, man. Is you need the the caps, you need the paint, and you need your mask. If you're, definitely, if you're painting inside, you need that mask. You know. And your imagination. And your imagination. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I bring a sketch with me too. Like so, like oh, nice. some people they call it freestyle, and some people what they'll do is they'll go to the wall, and right off the top of their head they'll just throw it down and create something right down in there sure like with me I, I don't like doing that because like i'm such a hard critic of myself i want to be able to see what it looks like before i put it on the wall mm. that's just that's just my thing you yeah know? so all the stuff you did at homegrown you've you have a sketch for absolutely wow that's a awesome sketch that's or cool a canvas or something yeah definitely yeah. very cool um all right so with social media being you know what the beast that it is is there is there um is there anywhere you know or anyone first of all anyone you follow or who does you know this kind of artwork or is there like groups out there to kind of stick together or kind of critique each other to help each other build or is there, you know what's the community like on social media man so like the graffiti community on like social media is crazy so like i've done graffiti for 20 years but there was a time when i walked away from it there was a time when like a lot of my friends were getting in some trouble they were going down some some rough roads, you know, and I yeah. was kind of following behind them and I had to make a choice and I, I stepped away from graffiti for like, I want to say like seven or eight years. Right. And when I came back, that's when like the rise of social media was going on. Yeah. And it, social media changed graffiti like so much. I mean, it's like, you're able to like communicate with people that you would have never been able to if not for like social media, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like for sure, there was some, there's some artists out there that like, I always believe they, they, they weren't real. Like that dude was a ghost, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right. and, and now it's like, Oh, I can, I can just DM that guy and talk to him. You <laughs> yeah, know I, mean? right, right, like, right. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> right, you know, some people right. go, Oh, you shouldn't meet your idols. And some people go, yeah, meeting your idols was probably the best thing 
that can happen. But like for me, like I don't know if that's good or bad. I just know that like it's it's almost unfair because from where I came from and when I started, it was like it was hard work to to get to meet some of those high caliber writers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, sure. there was a lot of legwork involved, and nowadays it's just like, hey, dude, what's up? Man? Like, <laughs> you want to paint? Like, so like that's kind of like you know what's going on with social media, but there's definitely like a lot of like crews out there that I respect like crazy. Sure. Like there's, you know, like there's some guys out of, out of Philly that like are, are like my heroes when it comes to like graffiti. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and they're, they're part of this uh, style masters crew and like they're, they're just like super dope, you know? And like everybody that paints in TM7 is like, I was just recently put down with that graffiti crew, which is, which is pretty awesome. Very, very humbling, man. Like, yeah. I, I really respect the way those guys paint. You know what I mean? Like, it was a humbling experience being put down with that graffiti crew. So, but yeah, that's kind of like the, uh, what happened with social media, you know? But, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> absolutely. Um, we, we say that all the time, right? It's amazing what social media does. Mm-hmm. And it is funny what you said, like, meeting, you know, someone you've always looked up to because that can be a scary thing mm-hmm. and the biggest thing is that person could just have a bad day that day and sure. that's the day that you met him and it just turned you off forever so it is that like slippery that can happen yeah we, like, we we met we met somebody who i highly respected um in our in our industry and man the reaction that we got it wasn't even towards me it was how we saw him treat someone else i was so turned off i was like oh my god this was and i wasn't going in there like a little kid i was just going in there like i just wanted to you know shake his hand and get a picture and that was the end of that and then we just so happened to catch some like behind the scenes stuff i'm like oh my god it's like a movie like this really just and gabe was there like this really just happened that was kind of super weird for me kind of totally turned me off actually Mm. um and i don't really and i don't really dig them anymore and it's weird yeah. and it messed me all up I'm like yeah Dang. and I, there's a there's a part of me that feels like you, you, you probably should just remember those people like they were before you know yeah. what i mean like mm-hmm. like some of those guys that like i i really i thought they were like a ghost i'm like <laughs> no one knew who these people were but they were just awesome writers and their, their works just popped up you know but now it's like with instagram it's like oh that dude's on instagram let me hit him up maybe i can paint with him it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of it kind of took the fun out of it a little bit, to be honest with you. But yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ride the wave, man. That's sure. what it comes down to, you know. You gotta ride the wave. So, so speaking of wave, where, you know, w- w- in your opinion, w- what's the future, right? W- where, where can this go? Because it seems like it's getting, like you said, more in the public eye. It's more of a normal. It's a more of a norm that people. Well, this is like an accepted art form where before it was kind of like, oh no, you're vandalizing X, Y, and Z in the '80s, and that's what it was. Um, but now it's just like, dude, we want you're, you guys are up for hire now. Yeah, it's it's just so crazy, man. Like I never thought it would it would be where it's at today. I mean, like there's these these paint companies are sponsoring these these guys to go paint and they're, they're giving them the paint to do it. And the, who knew it would be there? Yeah, you know, I, I never would have thought it would have been like that. But like it is just it's taken off. I, I don't even know where it could go from here. Like, it's, sure. it's almost like maxed out to me. Like, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? can, can it go any, you know, I guess it could pop up more often, you know, on some, some properties. I, I don't know, but like, it's, it's amazing, you know, how far it's, it's came in the past, you know, 10, 15 years, let's say. We follow, we follow a guy and, and he just, you know, at a pure artwork, I don't even know exactly how this guy became famous, to be honest with you. And it was supposedly through this artwork, 
But he's gotten so famous where he starts working with like designers and stuff. Like, again, you would not have thought, you know, these yeah. these, per, these people put out leather goods and this guy's doing his artwork on these like $1,500 wallets. And you're like, what is going on right yeah. now? And people are buying it. And it's like, that's, I did not expect that at all. The guy I was painting with a couple of months ago, he, he was in charge of doing all the graffiti for Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Wow. That's pretty wow, crazy, yeah. right? Like he, that's wild. His graffiti was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's seriously. Like, that's where I want to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that dude's right. my hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I want to do. That's awesome. Yeah, see, something like that. That's mind-blowing. Who would yeah. never thought of, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm saying, man. Like, it, there's, you know, clothing. You know, graffiti on clothing. Like, there's, yeah. you know, artists doing that. You know, that video game was huge. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. It's definitely, it's going to like so many different places, you know. It's cool too. It's like skateboarding and graffiti kind of go hand in hand. You know yeah, I mean? for sure. So it was kind of it was kind of awesome that I did both those things. Did not, you ever not to toot my own horn, but like yeah, yeah that, that is cool. How that came about, you know. Now you don't do graffiti on a skateboard. Sure. Really? Yeah, I got some decks at home that I've I've done up. That's Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Dang, yeah. that's pretty sweet. Um, wow. And then you get that, and then you do like a couple little break dancing moves. With skateboard in your hand, you have all three. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like um, yeah, I, I, and I think I think it is it is one of those things where they all kind of went hand in hand. Um, you know, if you did one or the other, but I think for me was the most amazing part was you know I tried a couple handstands. I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. I don't think that's for me. I'll just watch, observe, and respect the guys that can do it. The fact that you put all three together, or same thing, like I couldn't land a kickflip after five thousand of them things. I'm like, dude, I, I'm just it's not cut out for me, dude. I, I think it's because I have flat feet. Um, but to put them all together and actually live that lifestyle is right. is something like, almost like of a movie. I mean, it's. It's been a grind the whole way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm a very determined person. So, like, whatever I picked up, skateboarding, drawing, you know, graffiti, breakdancing, you know, I I took it to the extreme. It was a grind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't good instantly. Yeah. You know, but I was determined. That's for sure. I'm determined now, too, to, to push my art to the next step as well. But, uh, yeah, and I think, like, that's that's a big thing. If you want it, you really you got to stay determined and you got to go after it, and that's kind of where I'm at right now with it. And been like that always, man. You know, my parents used to always say, "You you skateboard to death. That's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> do something else. Yeah. You know? Is that all you're gonna do? Is do graffiti? It's like I I spent so much time doing it. You know, it's like I can't blame them. You know, but yeah. But yeah, just I'm driven, determined, and driven. That's. I love kind it. Of where I'm at. They say success principles are the same across all platforms. Um, nice. So, so how does one reach out uh, to you for for hire? Say so they want specific, they want to work with you on a specific project. How does that go down? Um, I would say currently the the easiest way to, to reach out to me is through my Instagram. I spend most of my time on there, and just a direct message through Instagram is probably the best way to reach out if you need something done. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah, if anybody's out there that needs some kind of commission work, just hit me up on my Instagram and, you know, we'll discuss it and come up with an idea, you know? So. Absolutely. Um, all right, so a question that I love to ask uh, anyone who's on who's on the podcast is, because first of all, I'm fascinated with, you know, people who are really good at what they do, one, two, um, 
family guys right and so um you know all of us are you know family guys but how do you balance how do you like go from crazy wild idea like in your mind to then you know like you know picking your kid up from school or something you know it's like you have to like come back down to all like that craziness i don't know man (laughs) (laughs) isn't it crazy though somehow i guess i make it work you know what i mean like it's it's tough, man. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a nine to fiver, man. I got yeah. a union job. I'm a union shop steward. So like, you know, I'm very busy on the job site. Yeah. You know, and then like, it's, it's, it's tough juggling that, you know, nine to five with my family and, and my art, you yeah. know, it's, mm-hmm. it's very hard, but, uh, I, I think I'm doing a pretty good job with it, I guess. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it's, but it's, it's definitely, it's a grind. I mean, you guys know how it is. It's, you know, family life and, you know, your job, it's, it's tough. You know what I mean? But, uh, I got it. My wife's been a great support, you know, figure, you know, she's been, I'd be lost without her. So definitely a big shout out to, to my wife, Maria. So. Perfect. Um, all right. So, so what is your recommendation to anyone trying to start graffiti art? Pencil and paper. It yeah. just start out on the notepad, man. And just, just, Bend them letters. Sketch, bend the letters. You know, don't be afraid to look at somebody else's work to get some ideas. Don't copy no don't copy nothing though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like uh one of the big things. You can't copy no one else's artwork. New, yeah. new. But uh you definitely gotta start out on like, you know, the paper before you even think about picking up a, a spray can. You know what I mean? Like it's that's just the you know, where it starts on the paper. Yeah. You know? Um, before we close out, last question just out of curiosity. Um, do you listen to music or anything while you're doing your art or is it kind of like one of the, you just want your mind to do its thing? It's, uh, that's a good question. Sometimes I like listening to music when I'm doing it, but like a lot of times I feel like I need a lot of concentration and with the music going, sometimes I feel like it's a little too overwhelming for me. Yeah. 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 You know, but when, if somebody else puts on music while we're, while we're painting, it's you know excuse me I, I don't i don't like mind it so much you know what i mean but like if it's just me i won't put headphones in or nothing like that because i, I want that overstimulating yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That, that's just me but like like i said if somebody else has got the boom box going or something like that you know what i mean or got their bluetooth speaker or whatever like i, I won't stop them you yeah know? i'll just deal with it but for me I, I like i need the concentration i need the quiet <laughs> yeah for sure um yo um how is it when you're like you know obviously you know what what where you put your art piece at but when you're on, now on social media right you, you're following someone you're like and they're in front of like your artwork and you see you're like oh, it's like unexpected like you're scrolling you're like oh damn I did that like when we went to Odd Logic we seen your yeah, we seen your oh thing. yeah that's right oh I took a picture of it and yeah, I we were there, there. Like, yeah, that's, that's thing. right it's yeah. a pretty cool place ain't it yeah like yeah yeah place. we're gonna but have like, them all next week but like when you're like it means a lot like, yeah you see like Mike's spot too like I know he, he takes people that buy his apparel he takes a picture in front of one of your oh, paintings oh yeah so like yeah, you know, homegrown, you know, yeah, that's it, that's it. <laughs> Dude, we nice. stopped, we were at Odd Logic, and it was like, oh, nice. yeah. like, yo, you know, uh, Fed did that, right? I'm like, wait, what? And we looked down, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. So, uh, Tim, the owner of Odd Logic, has been my boy for like, you know, so long. And uh, he, he posts that piece and like a lot yeah. of it, you yes. know, yeah. with, his, with his new brews or whatever, his new beers, yeah. you know, we'll put it down and like, I'll see my piece in the background. It's it's just cool, man. Yeah, that's true. It means a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Same thing with uh, with Mike down at Homegrown. When those people are taking pictures in front of that, it's, it feels good, man. It definitely yeah. does. Yeah. You know? That's true. That is awesome. Um, all right. So there you have it. Uh, we like to wrap things up with quotes, and the first one's by Helen Keller. 
Optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. And the second one by H.G. Wells. If you fell down yesterday, stand up today. Artifact. In this episode, we have special guest, Fed Five. We cover topics that range from graffiti, breakdancing, skateboarding, 90s Philly culture, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from H.G. Wells and Helen Keller. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.